podcast my name is grant my name is dave if you've uh, been gone for a little while you may have noticed uh, a little different uh, this week uh, once again we want to give a big shout out to our, uh, our friend and uh, listener bronson for this beautiful musical intro into this show uh it definitely fits this week's episode of attack on titan thematically i think mm-hmm. uh very uh, very mellow and uh, very uh, thought-provoking but um like i said if this is your first time listening we are an anime only podcast uh this season we're coming demon slayer and right now we're talking about attack on titan um, so this week's episode is Memories of the Future, uh, and before uh, we do the synopsis, we just wanted to give a shout out to Mappa once again. Uh, I, I just love these weekly drawings they put out for each yeah, episode. Whether it's a really it's the nice director, touch. It is like I just it, like I know they did it last season. Mm-hmm. I, I don't th- I don't think I s- remember seeing it in season three. Uh, maybe they did do them as well, yeah. but it it just it's a really nice way to send it all off, and it just it's a nice little you know cherry on top each week after the episode because they go up almost right away after the yeah. episode airs. So, but uh, but like I said, we got a lot to talk about this week, and uh, so we're just gonna jump right into the synopsis and uh, the plot. Zeke takes Aaron through Grisha's memories to show him how he's been brainwashed, but in doing so, Zeke discovers something about Aaron that he never knew. Dave, before I ask you <laughs> anything, we're just going to say up top, guys, this this episode might be a little all over the place on our end because this episode is kind of all over the place in good ways. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to digest and break down. There's going to be detours. We're going to get hung up on things. So just bear with us. Uh, we're, we're excited. Gonna, <laughs> we're excited. We're going to get it. We're going to get to the exit. <laughs> we're going to be there. But along the way, it might be all over the place. Dave, Holy fuck. Is this the best episode of Attack on Titan? Or perhaps the biggest? I think this hasn't there has nothing been this earth shattering uh since the basement, the basement reveal. reveal I yeah. think it, it's it's on it's on par with that. Um it's definitely within the best for sure. Uh man <laughs> yeah. Grisha Okay, so let's just I just want to say of all the characters who've just been like living like a phantom throughout the show, Grisha is number one, I think. Yeah. You know, he's just always haunting all the characters in various ways from season one to now. And they've given him a lot of do. We've seen these moments, specifically, you know, uh, season four, part one, or in the ending of season mm-hmm. three, part th- um, season three, part two, we see his life with Zeke and growing up and all this and that. I cannot believe how they could just do one more episode of, like, here's all the shit you didn't know about. (laughs) Yeah, because they did a retrospective on Zeke's character motivations in Season 4, Part 1, and we see, like, kind of what a bad father Grisha was the first time around. Yeah, I distinctly remember our conversation about that. That was a heavy episode. Yeah, and but, again, we didn't have the full story, right? Uh Uh-huh. Like, the... Yeah, I mean, he might be uh, one of the more tragic characters, uh, kind of, like, it, similar to Ryan, or not Ryan, Reiner. Ryan. Just, yeah, Ryan. <laughs> just born out of circumstance, like, just the circumstance that this man was born into and the journey yeah. that he's had um, is just not, it's not what I anticipated. You know, I didn't really think that we would 
we would come back here and i'm so glad that we did like i'm so glad we get like this second kind of like you said before we went to air like this second viewing um through kind of a new lens um i it, uh, there's just the, a lot the one thing to show you know like each season has their themes and you know they're they inter, they interweave in lots of ways and the show is one of the the great strengths they have is the the mindfulness of the storytelling and to effectively branch storylines not many shows do it as well as attack on titan that's that's just a fact yeah but you know i find one of the biggest recurring themes in this show is just at the end of the day like the lack of control a lot of these characters have in their lives yeah. and it's just like oh, well add grisha to the list you know like it's just he's just another casualty in just this lifelong nightmare you know yeah, it's and so anyway, so we'll, we'll we'll do our best to jump in and try and stay on track. But, you know, the episode opens to, you know, Grisha picking up Aaron as a baby. And, and then it kind of reveals that Zeke and Aaron are kind of watching on, like, specters in the background. It's very haunt. Like, what's right that up movie, top. like, The Ghost of Christmas Past? Like, you go and you watch, uh, it's like, it's like a The holiday? Christmas Carol. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, at first, I was like, oh, like, is this going to be the whole episode? And I was excited and also bummed because I wanted mm-hmm. development. It isn't just this. Um, You're right. Grisha is Kermit the Frog. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was excited to like, okay, where's this going to go? Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I, I, it was cool to see Wit, or not Wit. Uh, it was cool to see, like, Mappa's take on, like, these scenes that have already been animated by Wit. I, yeah, I was going to say, this seems to be more of what we have seen before, right? Yeah. Like actual, like it's reused footage in, in certain instances. I think but it's certain, feel, but not all. You think they're just like superimposing Zeke and Aaron? Like actual specters into like original work? Which I think is like kind of, if you really break it down, it's kind of deep that way, but... I, I don't think so. I think in certain instances... Uh, actually, I have, I have one like specific one. Like they are definitely redrawing some of these uh, environments and characters. But in others... They don't touch it at all. Like the close-up that you see later in this uh, scene of, or in this episode of uh, Grisha holding out the key, saying, mm. I'll show you what's in the basement. That is just Wit Studio unaltered. Yes. Like it's just a close-up. It's the exact way it aired in episode one, which is pretty cool. So good. Um, Zeke's trying to prove to Aaron that Aaron, you know, for, he's been brainwashed, right? And, like, that's, like, the first thing Zeke ever says to Aaron when they meet in Season 3, right? It's that you've been brain ro- brainwashed by your father. I'm going to show you, you know, I'm going to show you. And because and, for whatever reason here, Zeke's motivation seems to be to, quote, fix Aaron. What yes. do you think that is? Do you think that's he wants a friend through this or he... I think, I think, you know, it... Okay, this is where we're gonna get jumpy. So yeah. there's there's a line later on. Aaron kind of gets there's a bit of like some there's a couple Uno reverse cards in this episode. Oh my god! Uh, there's a couple you know uh, the table turns. At one point, Aaron like for a moment has like the upper hand, and he kind of he kind of hits a point of you know like what like where you're looking for like a little brother like a pathetic little brother yeah you know like someone like an emotional crutch to rely on you and this yeah. that. i think zeke is just so traumatized from the actions of grisha whether you know regardless of who caused what to happen like what yeah. he saw at the time in his youth was grisha being grisha yeah. um i think zeke feels like this you know companionship to aaron whether it's false or not we were like know? trauma brothers 
Like, yeah, I think so. Like they're actual brothers bonded and like, trauma. I think he sees as Grisha as this boogeyman. Yeah. And that Aaron has also been tortured by him in a different way, you know, like yeah. you know, I think Zeke sees the brainwashing didn't affect him, but he seems to think that it did Aaron. It's like he wants you know, a trauma like, partner. It's like Or he just thinks he's the savior and he's trying to save his brother. Like, no, like you're wrong. And there's like <laughs> I there's a like in this scene, you know, because we kind of start the process like jumping from scene to scene a little bit. But the line that Zeke has, is, I'll show you as much as it takes. I love yeah. that line. And it just shows like relentless, you know, relentless. And I I don't like Zeke. I think he's a you know, he's a bad guy, but he's a great character. And it it's that's just such a him line. It kind of he kind of sees himself as a hero a little. Oh bit. yeah, absolutely right. Like he he truly believes his own like he's really drinking his own Kool Aid. This isn't bullshit. Yeah. For Zeke, he, he believes that this is the best way. And this is like the biggest or among the biggest philosophical questions that Attack on Titan asks, right? Mm-hmm. And it's if you're doomed to a cursed existence that only brings about suffering and pain, is it worth existing mm-hmm. at all? And, and Zeke so vehemently believes that it's not and that he's only helping people by preventing them from suffering the way he has. Yeah, it's pretty self-righteous and pretty intense um big time but you know i think the big thing um that the show i don't know if you would call it a success because it's pretty dark but like i think when you watch this show and you understand his point of view you might not agree with it but you kind of get where he's coming from absolutely (laughs) i know i've done such a good job of that i see 100 percent see the angle that he you know i see his where what he's looking at you know it's Mm -hmm. And they've drawn, it was so funny because, it's funny because Grisha's the boogeyman, you know, for a long time. But, like, before that, it was Zeke, you know. He was just kind of like, oh, shit, like, who's the Beast Titan or, you know, like, what's going on here? It was just, there was so much (laughs) shrouded mystery and unknown. And then we kind of just get dumped so far. We've come so far in such a small amount of time. It's, it's, you know, I... Zeke is like, you know, I think I said it last week or the week before. Like, he's going to go down as one of the greatest, you know, villains, anti hero, whoever, like, depending on what side you take. Like, he's yeah. he's just a tremendous character. Like, I'm very interested yeah. to see how Aaron, his journey concludes as well, and whether we consider him in the all time list at the end of all mm-hmm. this. I'm very curious. Um, plowing ahead here, Zeke continues, you know, we just kind of memory hop for a little bit, and we see yeah. Grisha using his status as a doctor to investigate and hunt down that founding titan just showing like he hasn't forgotten about his mission from the owl it's spooky because like the scene where he's using his doctor and there's like a bed you can tell right away it's someone from the reese family by the eyes yeah grisha um competent right like i don't think we driven yeah and you know radical extremist who's lost everything you know what i mean like i don't think we realize that like he's also very capable young man with a lot to fight for Mm-hmm. Um, not dissimilar necessarily to Aaron in that way. Um, too. They they yeah. took a lot from Grisha, whether they like it or not. Yeah. How, how like did you LOL at the? Uh, did you LOL <laughs> at, at Aaron? Like, all right, well, I get it. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. <laughs> I just the way he let's says pack it. it up. Yeah, I'm not brainwashed anymore. <laughs> you're totally right, man. And just Zeke, like, no, no, there's no rush. I love, I love that too of just like his reaction, and you can tell, like, I think Zeke was really hurt when Aaron, like, kind of betrayed him back in the coordinate. 
Yeah. And the scene of like when he tells like Aaron there's no rush, like, you know, and they kind of go back to I'll show you Time how much doesn't it takes. Exist here, yeah. He like he really, really wants Aaron to see and you can kind of see the patience in Zeke that I feel like we kind like he's you know, he's not like a monotone character. He's very he's not one note either, you know what I mean? He's a very hard to read. But I've always kind of found him a little impatient. Uh, in a weird way. Zeke or Aaron, sorry. Zeke. Zeke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like he wants his plans to go in motion. Like he's he's cool-headed, but he kind of he wants to keep going. And I think this is the first time where you kind of see him. He's kind of like a little serene of like, don't worry. Like my plan is going to work. He's yeah. very full of himself. They're like, no, no, no. Like, he has we're the utmost confidence that he's got this in the bag. And he's like, all right, I'm kind of doing my victory lap now. Um, yeah. Before I win the fight, I got to I want to do this. First um, mistake. <laughs> Yeah, there is, like, you know, these cool little montages, uh, and we see Kenny. Yeah. We also see Hannes. Yeah, oh, yes, when yeah. Uh, Aaron's a baby, they're kind of showing, or uh, Grisha's showing him off yeah. to Hannes. Do you think that was intentional? Uh, and what, like, what do you mean? Well, like, just, like, sewing ties in the neighborhood, like, you know, kind of, like, getting, because oh. that was, like, his role, like, you know, it, it kind of, it feels like it came to a point where he wasn't the restorationist anymore. He was just, like a member of Shig and Sheena and he's like buddying up with people and well you know like in the most spy way possible in the most spy way possible right it's I I love it it we're about to get to that because to our surprise I bet and to Aaron and Zeke's surprise Grisha finds the location of uh, the Rice family like hideout very quick Dave I was like outspokenly shocked of like oh fuck oh, he's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. You know, it was yep. just, I was, and that's when it kind of like, it popped of like, oh, something bad's coming Grisha's way. The uh, Grisha's way and also the power dynamic, sorry, the shift between Zeke and Aaron. Yeah. Um, in this follow-up scene of Grisha sort of thinking to himself um, about what he's going to do and Zeke's kind of monologuing about how, Okay. This can't be. This is too soon. Well, he's saying Grisha's grown. Okay, so he's grown. He's learned from his mistakes. He oh, seems yeah. he loved his second family more than his first, right? And, like he, you, you can. It's almost like he's thinking out loud because he's like, "Well, good for him, but like he still betrayed me and did all these terrible things." Like you know what I mean? Like he wants Grisha to be that boogeyman mm-hmm. and to continue to vilify his father. And it's fine if his father grew later on. It doesn't change what he did to me. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. see that's his attitude here. And that's fair. And that's very, like, on brand with Zeke, you know? Like, that wouldn't face him, you know? He's yeah. like, well, yeah. Like, I think Zeke still sees it as, like, you know, he's just delaying. And he says that a couple times. Like, he's just delaying the plan. He's not forsaking the plan. And you can tell Zeke's like, I know who Grisha is. And, like, this is just this is just a paused yeah. moment. Yeah. Um. I think it's in this scene uh, as well that as um, they're having this discussion and Zeke is talking about how, you know, uh, Grisha has learned from his mistakes, that Grisha sort of sees Zeke in this moment. And uh, that's like our first breaking the fourth wall. Well, not really, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, our moment, uh, our first time we've seen the past interact with the future if you will uh and i i love that aaron kind of ushers him on in this moment like all right next uh next memory no so do you know what this is the most to me there's a lot of big shit but this is the one of the most important moments in the episode because this is where aaron's brain clicks 
Aaron puts yeah. the pieces together instantaneously, and he's like, "All right, let's go." Like, and it's you, you know, you put it perfectly, ushering. Like, he's trying to get to move on because I think, I think Aaron was confused as well. Like, he was try- still trying to figure some things out. He kind of felt like he was at Zeke's whim. Yeah. And in this moment, when he put like the future memories and all this <sighs> and that, Aaron changes. Like, yeah, you I'm, can see the yeah. way his eyes are drawn, like the way his face is drawn. Like from this point forward. He now is the one behind the wheel. Yeah, he's the one in control, without a doubt. I, yeah. I'm not, like, I, I get what you're saying, because I agree, I do see that change. And from this moment, he is in the driver's seat. But I do wonder, and we will talk about this later, I'm sure, in more detail, of how much Aaron knew going into this. Um, we're going to have to talk about that, like, once we get to the reveals. Like, how much of this surprised him, if at all? Um... I think this did surprise him, though. I think this is the first step. I think he figures this out from this point of the episode to the point where it finally it's a full realization. Mm-hmm. And then I think, you know, I think this is just kind of like the unlocking of what's to come. Interesting. Okay, because I, I have thoughts yeah. on this, but I don't want to skip ahead too far. Nope, no, no, no. Um, yeah, interesting. Okay, so... What happens uh, next? I think the moment that we get next, or the memory that we get next, rather, is when Aaron had saved Mikasa as a child. Um, um, I think it kind of cuts to him as, like, just before that, he's, like, nine years old. It's kind of like him just running around, and it's, like, another, like, kind of random memory. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Zeke kind of is, like, kind of saying, like, all right, I get it. You weren't brainwashed. But, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you still did what he wanted you to do. You got yes. the Titan, and uh, which... Oh, and he asks... You know, he asks a question that the audience wants to know too. What were you gonna do with yeah. the power if you got it? And we still don't know. No, um, no answer. Yeah, I love that. Um, then but, we get but, to the Mikasa thing. Where you then say? we get to the Mikasa. Well, it, it kind of goes from that. You know, like kind of Zeke points out because he asks him that, and then I think kind of leads into um, you know the line of it, it, you know it cuts to Aaron Mikasa's kids and the the random cabin or whatever. The line of um, Rather than letting someone steal my freedom, I'll steal theirs first. That might it, we be... we've heard that before, have we not? Um, yes, and I, I don't know if um, like Attack on Titan is big on uh, reusing dialogue um, and and putting it like not in a clumsy way, like in an artistic mm-hmm. way where they put it in the mouth of a different character. Yeah. I don't know if they've used that exact line, um, but they you know. As a kid, I believe Aaron said this to Mikasa, and then it, it gets said again in season four, part one, about the whole like, you win if you fight, you die if you don't, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this particular line that they both go, and and I think the message remains the same, um, which is it, it kind of dog eat dog. Yeah. Um, and I think that that partic- this line though, rather than letting someone steal my freedom, I'll steal steal theirs first, might be our biggest clue to Aaron's character motivations and maybe his intentions going forward. Mm. It it might really just be war and blood. I, I, I don't know. So. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely leaning in that direction for sure. Um, this is a like some of the best dialogue. You know, two things I want to uh, call out, and and you've mentioned both of them already. One is like the eyes and how they're drawn. Mm-hmm. This episode, like the animation mm-hmm. for a not action, not action having episode. Uh, the animation on the facial expressions, the eyes, all of, like this is like one of the best animated episodes they've ever done. I think so, yeah. And the second one, I forget. <laughs> there's there's so much in this episode, Dave. It is actually ridiculous. Like it's oh the dialogue, yes. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I, I just wanted to say because uh, 
what he says to Zeke cuts so deep here. This is him taking a full out jab. Like it feels like a fucking swing. It's like yeah. It's like I just see a pathetic little man who wants to spite or who wants to prevent Elia from being free to spite his dead father. Mm. You know what I mean? Or I see He's a not man wrong. who's still <laughs> haunted know. by you know what I mean? And like yeah. you like you called out that line. Like you wanted a weak, comp- emotionally weak, compromised little brother who could lean on you. And you didn't get that. No, he sees it. He's, you know, it's it, it, it's interesting because this is one of the first times where Aaron is right, but, like, I'm leaning to Zeke of, like, don't let him get in your head. Because that's what he's yeah. doing here. Yeah. He's 100%. Like, he's, he's playing. It almost feels like he's stalling for time in a weird way. But then Zeke has an awesome line of, you know, because, like, he kind of, like, throws in his face and Zeke doesn't even flinch. And he goes, like, no, you're right. In a way, I should be thanking my father. You know, because his actions opened my eyes to, like, what I need to do about Eldia. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, the irony of, like, regardless, he pushed so hard one way, I went in the other, and his actions kind of, like, ended up making my thing happen, you know. It was, it's, it's just these two guys, they're fronting. They won't give in, you know. Yeah, they they both are so deep in their conviction and what they want to do that they they both treat it as a certainty, right? Because I think in this moment, probably in this exchange, they both think they're going to win. I mm-hmm. still, actually, in the next scene, I think Zeke says, like, I'm holding the power of the founder in my hand. Mm-hmm. I've won, but I want to save you first. You know what I mean? Like, he says it again. Like, I've already won. We can do the, I'm going to do the euthanization at any moment, but I want to save you first. Um, this next scene is back to the pilot of mm-hmm. the entire series, and it's when Mikasa rats out Aaron about wanting to join the scouts, and then... You know, Grisha says, like, ah, oh, relax to Carla. You know, I'll talk to him when I get home, and I'll show you what's in the basement. Um, this is the big, the second biggest moment uh, so far where Aaron, or Grisha seems to be looking at future Aaron. As he's handing the key to his the younger version of him. Yeah. Yeah. Looks frightened. <laughs> he looks terrified. Also, so this is the other thing I wanted to ask. At this phase in his life... I don't know if it's just me and I'm looking into it too much. It is uncanny how much uh, Grisha looks like the Beast Titan. Yeah. Um, and even his attack Titan was hairy. <laughs> it's funny. You know what I mean? So, like, I think because there's a, there's some, you know, I, I really don't want to jump into this moment, but where everyone kind of lands at the end of kind of things it's like weird like visual storytelling of like who like just the way they made someone look to see who they really sided with maybe i'm looking into it way too much but i just can't get over how much he looks like the beast titan yeah. you know just like the 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 scruff and the gauntness and kind of like the like the whiskery mm-hmm. of them all just very and like his nose too the way his nose looks is very similar to when zeke is in beast titan form interesting um but uh i don't know it's this i love this shit it's so good <laughs> um Aaron, so yeah, he he's looking at Aaron in the eye, which is and and like you said, he looks scared. Um, and as he's mm-hmm. walking away, you know, I, I actually went back and looked at the pilot. You don't get a close up mm-hmm. on him, obviously, because why would you? But we get a close yep. up on him here, and you see the way as he walk. You see his eyes as he walks away, mm-hmm. um, and he knows what he's going to do, and what he's going to do is take the founding titan. Mm-hmm. Oh man, and we're back getting, to the hideout. <laughs> we're back to the there. hideout. We're getting there. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, we haven't seen this scene in its totality. We've seen what we thought in mm. 
the past was what happened, but we get a completely different uh, take on this scene, and we probably the biggest bomb of the episode. Completely got me off guard. Oh, just Grisha begging, just begging, like, just stop it. King of the wall, like, I know you can. Just kill all the titans of my family, like, just the... Do you think he's given up at that point? He just wants to live his life? I don't... I, I don't know. He, in this moment, he refers to Mikasa as his daughter, by the way. He says, I live with my, my son, my daughter, and my wife. Well, I think she is. I mean, she's he not raised literally. Her. Yeah, but you know what well, I mean. No, no, no. But I think at the end of the day, like, he treated her like one. Yeah, no, for sure. It's just funny to me. Like, I thought that was a sweet moment. You know what I mean? That he thinks mm. of her as a daughter. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's hard. I think Grisha, and we're going to see why, probably felt powerless in this moment. Like, he, mm-hmm. you know... I, th- I think it's tough. I-, I will say I really like that we finally got to hear someone with the founding titan and royal blood like speak. Mm. Like this whole vow renouncing war, what does it actually look like? Yeah. And I think her name was Frida, right? Yes, Frida. And and you see her eye color literally change as like this sort of force sort of comes over her and she has to say no. Like we must atone for our sins. <laughs> judgment day is here and just like the the totality of it of like well it's here you know like it's like she, it's like they didn't know but like in hearing it from him yeah you know it's it's go time it's but like isn't they, it they're all ready yeah. for it isn't it so apt that like doesn't it make so much more sense hearing her say these words after we've met gabby and falco and all these eldians that literally think they were spawned from the devil and that they deserve all these bad things happening to them Mm-hmm. it's like of course i guess the founding titan thinks that too like they're all radicals like uh, they're just they think one they deserve is, what's coming to them one is self-hamstrung and one is just like forced like you know indoctrinated yeah youth, you know over years and years and years it's it's oh man. <laughs> also to the eyes too when it kicks in yeah that was pretty pretty sweet um so yeah she just says no i'm not going to help you um and so we think that the fight is coming uh here aaron's in the background starting to look agitated and then that's a fun little that's a fun little tease too and we'll we'll come back to this and (laughs) and we see grisha giving the side eye looking behind him at aaron yeah oh yeah Um, seeing yeah seeing aware of his presence getting agitated for no reason i didn't i didn't understand it the first time yeah and then so i so the reveal of which dave the attack titan has never bowed down to anyone Mm. it's their role to fight the king's Mm self-righteousness god damn and i think that's what it is her last line like talking about judgment day kind of wrapping up her little monologue there aaron starts getting agitated it it kicked in instinctly aaron has no control either yeah you're right. You know, like it's like she set him off with her self righteous yeah. shit, and he yeah. he was willed, like maybe kind of compelled. It's all self to like, act. It's all like the ether is running the show. Yeah, everyone's just kind of sub abilities are kicking in, and just yeah. so, so. Anyways, Grisha pulls the knife. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, no, no. We we um, he mentions the next yeah. reveal. Um, which yes. is that the attack titan can glimpse into the memories of its future inheritors and as a result has a method of sort of seeing the future which is the we, biggest it's the bomb it explains you know the everything mikasa yeah. armin uh, mentioned by the owl at the end of season three mm-hmm. um and it you know as we're going to see it explains how zeke was able to see them it explains a ton um your reaction 
it was a lot to take in. Yeah. Um, because there's not a lot of room in this scene. To, like, you know, this was... It, it's weird because it, it's heavy drops, but it was done in very quick succession. Like, yeah. it went from, you know, like the agitation thing to... The, or the self-righteous stuff to the... Or the never bowing down to the self-righteous stuff to, you know, the the memory. Like, and then it kind of just get like gets right into it. But... Um, what about, it makes me... The first yeah. thing I thought was Falco. Falco seems to have future visions yeah it's funny i have that too like because a week or two ago we talked about how falco had past memories of a scout we had memories of a scout flying with swords right and we figured oh he's probably gonna eat reiner and then he eats uh galliard and we figure oh he got gimira's memories Mm -hmm. but how did he have them before he ate galliard Unless, again, I'm not saying he's going to eat Aaron, but if he is a future Attack Titan holder, could he not see something forward? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think, wouldn't Aaron be able to see Falco's memories in that case, not the reverse? Like, wouldn't, because since Aaron can see... Aaron, f- would have, Aaron would have had to have given him a glimpse. Yeah. Or whoever had the Founding Titan, or, sorry, Attack Titan would have had to have given him a glimpse into his memories. Yeah, so I, that that still that Falco thing is unclear, and I think it'll work itself out in due time. He's already a Titan shifter at this point, mm-hmm. so we can come back to Falco. Um, I think the biggest thing here is that Grisha reveals that you know the Attack Titan can see in the future, and that he already knows. And this is, I think, a really big deal, and it's going to say a lot for what's to come. Is that he says like it? This is already destined to happen. I yeah. know I'm going to take the Titan and kill the family. I already know because I've seen it mm-hmm. through Aaron's perspective, which is literally happening in this moment. So he knows that it has to happen, but he kind of gives up. Like he can't do it. He can't kill the children. Did you see that mm-hmm. part coming? I think him going in begging, I had I had a hunch that he was he was done. He was tapped out. Like he couldn't yeah. do it. Like, you know, cause that's supposed to chew. He brought up the lines of, you know, my son and daughter at home and all that. Like you know, he's a doctor. And then he even says that too. Like, I'm a doctor. I save you know, lives. Like yeah. I, I save lives. I can't take them. You know, it's, um, Grisha, who knew? <laughs> who knew? He's had probably one of the shittiest lives of any character on this show. Uh, and also too, like Aaron, you know, Aaron makes the point, um, you know, it kind of, I think it, before it leads into this, like he kind of leans down. He's like, aren't you the one who started this story? Yeah. You know, and avenge just, your sister who was eaten by dogs. He gives his dad <sighs> the push. To yeah. commit terrible acts of irreparable violence mm. that will further both of their causes, um, whether or not you, it's what Grisha wanted, he he got the push. Do you think this is Aaron? Just he knows he has to fulfill the timeline, or is this the Attack Titan being triggered by the know. Founding Titan? I don't and know. And he's just kind of on like because I have another thing too, and we can save it to the end, or we can just do it now. Do you think? Okay, so you know how when last episode Zeke uh, was there in shackles and, you know, because he wasn't supposed to be affected by the vow, correct? That was his thinking? uh, Yeah, well, he would have been, his thing, our thinking was that Zeke wouldn't be affected by the vow because he's not holding the founding titan. But if he he was, he would have been. He was under that, I think he was under that impression as well. He didn't think he'd be affected by it and then he was kind of like surprised that he was, but over time he figured it out and sorted it out right right yeah so i'm i'm wondering if 
so if there's that correlation there, I think Aaron and Zeke just were they had no chance because Zeke is such a self-righteous character. Mm-hmm. And if Aaron being the attack titan, he just never would have been able, like, he probably had no ability to line up with him. What right? do you mean? Well, because the whole thing, like, the whole self-righteous thing, like, the he's royal blood, so the attack titan can't just be compatible with someone with the bloodline. Oh, I see. So mean. I think from the second the two have met and he started, you know, Zeke started spewing off his theories and all this and that, Aaron probably just could not like by some greater force could not align with him that's he's always working against him right because like you know by the end of it like it's kind of (laughs) like doom and gloom right yeah yeah that's a really interesting uh thought as for why he pushed his dad to do it i think i don't know i i don't know what his reasoning is um he i will say this though um two quick things like he does give this speech and say like aren't you the one that started this story and he says mm-hmm. word for word the same thing that the owl said to grisha on top of the mm-hmm. wall that day like you have to move forward even after death you'll move forward mm-hmm. and we know this now right like grisha has changed so much and mm-hmm. he you know he's responsible for a lot of these things um but i i also think and this is a this is where reddit was on fire <laughs> and I, I asked one question and, you know, I didn't get spoiled because someone basically just confirmed what I thought. But I feel mm. like a, manga, a lot of manga readers responded and they were like, yes, that's it. We know. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But my thought mm. was simply like, well, they show Aaron kneeling and kissing Historia's hand, right? They do show that, yeah. And they show him looking horrified. And then I went and watched that episode or I watched like that scene. And the theory that I had was, wait, so did he know... Did he see his father's memories of this happening and therefore see himself in his father's memories because it's already happened? So did Mm. he see himself doing it and knew I have to do it? Okay. It's a loop, right? Yeah. It's like, it's how Harry created the Patronus and prisoner of Azkaban. He saw someone make it. And even though he was bad at them, once he realized it was himself, he was able to do it. it. Yeah, self. It's a uh, what do they call that? Self-fulfilling prophecy. Prophecy. Yeah. yeah, and it's like self-actualization. Like I think he knew from that it was him moment. Who gave his dad a push? Yeah, so he knew he had to do it. Yeah, and whether or not he wanted to, we can talk about whether he's morally bereft or not. But I think that he knew. I think mm. that he saw his father's memories, and in his father's memories, he saw himself. <sighs> Damn. Does that make this sense? Is getting, this is getting sticky. Get I mean, real sticky. anytime you on you do the yeah. time travel cookie jar, right? Like, yeah. it's, uh, or I do think right now it's still very manageable. Yes, absolutely. You, they they which fucking is, nailed this, man. You know, this could have been a lot messier. And I don't want to sound like an apologist or anything for like a, a thing I love. You know, like no, 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 it makes sense. Don't worry. It does. But like, though, I, like I I do actually feel like they seem to have their hands on the wheel with this. It, again, we have what we have what uh, quite a eight few episodes more. left. Yeah. So like, there's there's time for the wheels to come off the road there. But right now, in the big reveal moment, I think they 100 stuck the landing. Yeah. This was incredible, and I have to say it leads into my favorite um, episode, scene of the entire episode. Yeah. Um, which is Grisha coming out of the temple. The and, animation style they used was fucking out there, man. I loved it. Yeah, I, I have a note on that, actually. Uh, again, courtesy of the uh, of the Reddit, um, su- the subreddit, rather. Mappa brought in uh, the chief animation director from Death Note, 
Masaru Kitao. Sorry, pronunciation. Uh-huh. And everyone's saying th- this is a extremely, uh, it extremely looks like one of his scenes, and it's very Death Note esque. And uh, it's funny. I thought yeah. of ReZero. Oh, that's funny. Maybe there's the moment of just like pure horror and kind of like quick shots and like you know there's definitely like the zoom in of like that an- like that anime horror angle yeah. where you see someone's eyes at, you know at like a like a sharp fifteen degree angle like looking yeah. down. Um, and how just, about yeah yeah how about the voice acting too? God, can you imagine just being in a VA booth and just fucking like howling at the Dude. moon like that? Like the power, the control of your voice you must have. It's unreal i think this is the moment things really turn and we Mm -hmm. as the audience we realize how tortured risha is you know he just killed women and children he just did a thing he clearly didn't want to do and we realize that aaron was the driving force behind his father and that grisha was so desperate Mm. um the questions he's asking like why won't you show me everything why won't you show me if carla is safe why won't you tell me when the wall like he didn't know when the walls were going to go down no. That was argued, like, you know, if Aaron has control over what's shown to Grisha, which mm-hmm. it seems like he might, because if he knows what's happening, or, or yeah, I don't know, I don't want to get into that whole discussion. We're back into the time, the time loop. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, if he can control it, then he might know, if I show you the days the walls collapse, you might stop it. Mm. And, you know, that can't happen in order for things to end the way they need to end. And maybe Aaron knows because of he's maybe Aaron has seen the future memories of the next inheritor. Maybe there isn't one. Maybe he knows his plan already succeeds. So coupled, we're just on the we're just at the part of the timeline where we're about to get there. You know, like where the story ends, which obvious, but it's and then interesting. I I really never thought the show was going to go this way. I love it. I actually like where we're going, the direction we're going. It's it's really making me think. Like the show is always. It's always been about thinking and the characters, and I just want to get Armin back in the mix. Honestly, I want to see Armin try and like talk it out with Aaron, you know, and try to. Yeah. It's I don't know if we're well, going to get that again. Yeah, that's a big question. Okay, let's wrap up the episode here, and then we can ask all these big questions like Armin and yeah. Co. So I think uh, this is the best scene of the episode for me, and the way this ends is with Aaron, you know Grisha screaming at the sky. I cannot reiterate how much I love this scene. But then we get this really tender moment between Grisha and Zeke. And he, you know, it seems like he can see, what's the math on this? Grisha can probably see Zeke here because he's seeing Aaron's memories, Mm. right? And Aaron is present and therefore he can see, he can see him in real time. Mm -hmm. And they're able to touch and interact and they get this like chapter closing moment where zeke kind of finally hears what he needs to hear from his father what he always wanted that's probably all he's ever wanted yeah and you could you know there's a party that thinks like oh jesus like this might be it like he maybe everything changes for zeke now now that you know he's seen that like grisha has self-actualized and he blames himself and he's aware of his mistakes and he loves his son do you all right well sorry we'll finish this but i have, I have a question related the, to this scene the next moment is grisha saying some pretty terrifying stuff basically saying mm-hmm. i i saw Aaron, you know it's not going to work out for you after this aaron's going to get his way is this i don't know if this is the only way but i've seen his memories and i never imagined it would be so horrible please stop him stop aaron he says please stop aaron. and then uh, we go back to the coordinate with uh, aaron standing over zeke still shackled and then we cut to credits okay. do you think this is the end of the road for zeke 
Do you think this was a chapter close on him? I don't know. Um, I I would I not be know. surprised if like when they come out of this, like if there's a way and Zeke just gets yeah. bodied. Yeah, I mean, you know, Aaron's the big bad now. Who knows? I, I was felt, so convinced. I last felt. Week. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I felt a lot of times that Reiner, for example, has had enough mm. of an arc that you could end it at any moment, and he still True. has a very complete arc. I feel that way very strongly about uh, Zeke right now. Mm. Um, that his arc is very complete, and now would be a really great time to kill him. I can also potentially see. I don't know if I like this decision, but I see a route. Team up. I see the team up route. Yeah. Mm. Where Zeke realizes the error of his ways. Everyone, they're united against the common enemy of Aaron. I don't know if I love that, um, mm. but I, 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 you know, not impossible. You'd have to see it to know, like how, yeah. like you'd have to see the dynamic at play to see if it works and if it's believable or you know, kind of yeah. like anything, right? You gotta wait and see. But that would be weird. But we've been proven not proven wrong but the show is just the writing and the character dynamics are so strong yeah if they ever did that i'm sure they would find a way they sold me on gabby for in like a span of like a season and a half you know yeah like they really they put the work in you know like in eight episodes it might be a bit of a harder pill to swallow to zeke to teaming up with everyone and being genuine and going forward but uh man i this uh, this episode finished and it kind of like just struck of like, oh, this is ending, yeah. and I don't, I'm sad. About you yeah, know, we, we're racing towards the ending, but still, more episodes than you would think are left. For no, no, no we have a, we we have a lot, and whatever the journey comes along, but it, it kind of just it's in my mind of like this is now it, it now feels like the ending. Uh, uh, it's the uh, Doctor Strange quote: just, "We're in the end game now." Oh, yeah okay <laughs> that's what that's what we're in um, just, yeah i don't know it's i feel like this has all just been you know how in season four part one we were just with the marley crew yeah for a period and we kind of we built up some stuff and then it kind of just you know everything cut back to parody mm-hmm. it weirdly feels the exact same way right now yeah like i think we're gonna spend more time in the paths before we go to uh mm-hmm. real time and and so we have to ask ourselves this um and this is a, i think one of the main questions is in real time, does Aaron have any way of recovering his body? I don't know. Is it possible really that he can trigger whatever move he wants to make with the founding Titan and it won't matter and he doesn't need? Like, you know, if it's the mm. rumbling, for instance, could he just trigger it and then die in real time and it wouldn't matter? Hmm. I don't or know. do we really think the Titan healing powers are going to allow him to grow a new body? That's or, a lot. I was I was thinking like maybe he just chooses to like uh, essentially starts growing out of some titan stomach and just appears somewhere else. You then know? again, they've also set the precedent for the founding titan literally has the ability to alter the anatomy of Eldians, right? They cured mm. a plague with it. Could he could he snap himself a new body? Maybe could very well be. But is, could, would Zeke allow that? I mean, because that's the thing too. Like, I, like there's clearly a power imbalance again. But like, who really has control over well, what the founder can do? They're fucking with it, right? In okay, so the original in part one, the rule was, and this is what Mister Kasavar said to Zeke: is that you, the mm-hmm. person with the founding has to be someone you trust because you're the key. They get to use it. Yeah. So at, in which case, Aaron gets to use it, and then they Uno reverse that. And Zeke found a way to 
revoke the vow renouncing war. But he has he still hasn't actually proved he can use it. Yeah. So I think that is unproven. But then again, Ymir did ghost Aaron that first time. So no one's used it. And I think the quite like your question is who's in control mm. and then what's possible. Do you think Zeke was aware that Aaron was going to fuck him over and he is just talking a big talk in hope? Maybe he was showing him these memories in hopes that it would win Aaron over. And then Aaron's like, you're right. We should just do the euthanization plan. And then he is able to enact it like he originally was going to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think know. Zeke was just trying to get in his head from the get go because he knew something was up. I, I truthfully don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know that Zeke clearly didn't trust Aaron. That's no. why he psyched him out with the chains and all that. Um, what a power play move on this. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> but then again, like, did Aaron already know that was going to happen? Maybe he did. Maybe I don't, he did. You know, like, I, uh, fuck. I, I don't think... <clears throat> okay, so when the moment when Grisha sees Zeke for the first time, like in the memory there or, or whatnot, and Aaron... I, to me, I think Aaron only knew so much and then he clicked into Grisha seeing Zeke and I think Aaron just went along with all the memories. He was able to see a bunch of stuff and just was able to put his plan more together. Who knows? Aaron might be like, we might get a a scene of Aaron just kind of like time hopping, going through all kinds of stuff and see him like, you know, egging on Kruger or, or, or whomever. You know what I mean? Like, I know what I want time hopping. I want the origin of Ymir. Yeah. That would would be history. I want a history episode. We've got so many episodes left. Yeah, Should... do you think Aaron goes back to try and like yes. wants to get all the facts before he makes his decision? I wonder if his mind is already made up and maybe he just wants to explore the power and talk mm. with Ymira. I want her to have a speaking role. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. But like I agree. It maybe she can't actually speak and she th- shows him through memories. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that too. Mm-hmm. Um but I I want something to happen there. Um yeah, I don't know. I, you know, what's left, like, to your point, what's left for Armin? What's left for Mikasa? Levi and Hanj are still MIA. That that death is still not confirmed. Mm. Um, yeah. Do... Reiner's <clears throat> has to have an ending, you know? Goddamn. Piek, Magath. Mm-hmm. I will say, in this moment, I'm leaning towards the rumbling. And I don't mm. think it's, like, the sample size nuclear deterrent part. It's like mm. the crush the world kind of rumbling. Yeah, they just like move out and everyone on the island is just what's left. Yeah, and it's mm. sort of like how it's almost like a reset because they thought they were all of what was left in, of humanity and then they are. <laughs> if Aaron eradicates humanity. Oh my God. That would Gee, be I just thought of that. That'd be a little much, but, but you know. But that would be on brand for, you know, cut back to season one. <sighs> Or episode one, you know, yeah, all they know is them. They think they are that's left. It could be that, you know. He wanted to exterminate everyone. At one, he said that over and over again. Like, he, and he said it again in this episode. I am who I was the day I was born, and I've that is been this way. And and that's not a cop out so much. I think like a, a big thing between Grisha and Gabby and all these characters is that they were born into this circumstance, and the, these circumstances create people like this. Mm. You know, and that doesn't, that's not to say it's okay, but it is believable. Um, Aaron's kind of like a fucking deity right now because of like the 40 levels of chess he's playing with time, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, time altering abilities, but he is a person. 
Uh-huh. Right? He um, feels less a person every time I hear him speak, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Less human than ever in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 I do kind of like that, in a way. Um, well, it, it's, yeah. it kind of just goes back to like the self-fulfilling thing, you know? It's, yeah. It almost wonders, like, you know, it's almost a bummer we didn't see, or I, obviously I guess we did see the scene. We saw, like, post- um, you know Mikasa and Aaron killing those people, but like, doesn't Aaron initially egg on the the thieves or like the the rapists or whatever they are, or is it Mikasa that jumps springs into action after Aaron does something? I think Aaron saves. Oh, good question. I, I he might. I I don't know. I think he saves her, but there's one guy left he wasn't aware, and he's being strangled by that guy, and then he's mm. the one who orders quote. Mikasa and she springs into action, right? And that's the whole theory that, or that's Aaron's reasoning, saying, "You, uh, you know, you you heard my order and you thought I was your royal host, and that's mm. you, you know." So I don't know, but yeah, the egging on thing, I can't remember. It is it is interesting because like that in has that to get scene resolved too. Around the campfire, you know, Zeke's kind of like moving on, and Aaron's just standing there staring at Mikasa. Yeah, he was young Mikasa. So it's like what is there like what's to come with that has he permanently broken those relationships can they recover um depends if zeke comes swinging out you know crying about everything aaron's gonna do you know yeah if anyone believes him another quick moment like uh, that i saw a lot of discussion on and i I was rewatching this as well was aaron's extreme change in demeanor um when we time skip one year at the end of season three and we go to the uh we see the sea for the first time yeah and he looks like a different character because his hair has grown and it's been a year but he's a, he behaves differently mm-hmm. remember they come across the titan he says oh it's a fellow patriot yeah. and then he looks out at the sea and he says you know will we finally be free if we kill all of our enemies and he's kind of pointing out everywhere mm. you could maybe interpret that in the moment of marley but he had already touched the story his hand there and what if he knew back then mm. what he had to do because i i do believe that because he touches his story his hand and he sees his father right and he mm-hmm. sees his father killing the tight like doing that whole thing i think he saw himself a version of himself i'm i'm positive he did and that's why i think he knew what he had to do when he was there in the real moment mm-hmm. so if he saw that does he maybe see what's next and did he was he pondering that or struggling with that? And th- is that why he went underwent this change in the in the time in between? So here's the thing. If he saw it, technically it's going to happen, no? Yes. That's the thing. Is Even your attempts to stop the future would only make it happen, right? If it's so, faded. I'm just wondering if this is kind of just like a fact. Like whatever Aaron did see, that is how the show is going to end, regardless of what everyone else tries to do. Yeah. And what Grisha said, it's it's as terrible as i thought it would be i you know if it depends on like what version of like time travel or or they, they, they want to yeah. use but i think the way i'm interpreting it is that it is fated to happen it's ha- and and i think that's encouraged by this like closed loop nature of the encounter in the cave which mm. is i think aaron saw himself doing what his future self would do to his dad's past <laughs> you know what i mean so i think yeah. he saw it and he fulfilled it because he had there was no other option that's what Mm. the future was it faded to be and so and like grisha said this is where i take the founding titan and kill all of you it's faded to happen Mm. and so it will and so i think aaron gets his way and i think it's 
I think it's like the rumbling. Yeah, I, I, the I rumbling, it's the rumbling in the moment. Yeah, I think and, I think it's the rumbling. It, it's like you said, it rumbling to a different degree of what they thought was going to happen. Because the whole plan from the get go of like, yeah, we're just going to enact all these colossal titans and defend ourselves. It's like it's never not. It's not going to be that. Yeah, you know, no. there's no way a power as nuclear as that is just going to be sitting there for like a simple defense. Yeah. You know, but. Um, uh, I have one fun fact. Um, okay. I, I used to do these more, but this is what a crazy episode. Um, back in season three, part one, Historia tells Aaron, um, because she saw what Aaron saw back when he was chained up in season three, part one, and mm. she tells Aaron, I don't blame you for my family's deaths because the sins of the father shouldn't be carried by the sins of the son. Mm. Ironically, Aaron is the exact reason why her entire family mm. was killed. But Historia, of course, did not know that. And and yeah. maybe neither did Aaron at that time. Uh, but kind of ironic, because it is literally his fault, in a way. Well, no, because if he saw in that moment, then he would have known, right? Yeah. That it was him. Well, in that he didn't know yet, because he didn't touch her hand yet, or whatever. Like, he oh, didn't get that okay, second right. transference. Oh. They gotcha. saw, like, that partial memory of just Grisha killing, killing them all. Oh, I think maybe because they saw it from... The Founding Titans POV. They saw it from Frida mm. and Co.'s POV. So yes. they couldn't see what Grisha was seeing. That makes sense, right? I think so. Um, a lot of timey-wimey shit going on here. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I have one more stupid question. Yeah? Why did Aaron and Zeke, regardless of their plans and Aaron's double, both of their double-crossing nature... <laughs> Why did they not make contact back in Marley for year, uh, a year when Aaron had infiltrated it and they have that baseball scene? That's the same thing. That's what I thought. Why didn't they just do it there? But it looks like Zeke is apprehensive. Yeah. Like, did they... Like, yeah, is, they both... You know, Zeke's the one to say we shouldn't make contact yet. Aaron, I can believe, if his goal is the rumbling, maybe he wanted to be there in proximity to the walls. But so, or or maybe because you know, who knows if he wants to live, or may, I don't think Aaron wants to live at the end of this. But no. um, but maybe what reason would Zeke have? Like, if your goal is to shut off reproductive capabilities for Eldians, why can't you do it now? Like, I'm trying to like there, we must be missing something, but like maybe mm. certain chess pieces had to be moved. But like, do you know what I mean? Uh, no, they've shown that scene like twice now. And every time they show it, it's like, well, why didn't they? You know, yeah. it's. I, I'm um, wondering if that'll get answered for us, like, or if we used to be missing something. Unless maybe it was conditional that Aaron wanted to cripple Marley in that attack first. Oh, maybe because they did kind of fuck up Liberio pretty good. It all just seems like a lot of damage for no reason. You yeah. know, a lot of hurt for no reason. If if it just comes down to a handshake. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is there, but I, 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 I trust that we'll get one. Um, we have so many characters we need to hear from and see and wrap up, but I, I want more time in the paths. I would love a history episode. I would love... Uh, I don't want to go home yet. You know what I mean? I don't want to no. go back to reality yet. And it's funny because I think like with a lot of shows, you're like, okay, but what happens in the present? Like, I want to know. And right now, all I want is like more time with you know, more, more of this stuff. I still think when we do go back, it's just going to resume to that second because the way yeah. like the way they did the slow mo shots of everyone like the standstill moment, I think it's just going to like everything's just going to flow through like fast forward for a quick second when it comes back to. So I'm not worried about like I don't think there's going to be a time jump or anything like that. I think it's no. just going to go right to where we left them, 
and you know move move on from there but then uh, but then aaron's headless or not headless he's a he's a bodiless disembodied head i i think aaron's i think aaron's gonna pull a sneaky move and he's just not gonna be there he's gonna be elsewhere yeah i think he's just gonna use the founding titan in some way to just teleport or yeah some kind of magic yeah like it use a titan door and come out of someone's gut somewhere else you know and fuck yeah off. okay like it's... fair enough i mean like they've set precedent that it can alter memories in anatomy shape mm-hmm. content like it can do a lot you know so uh maybe growing a body is not that big of a problem maybe aliens can just be ghosts you know yeah. <laughs> you can do a match oh, damn. Something silly like that um yeah. well we almost did uh an hour on a 22 minute show so i think man that... <laughs> 23 minutes again we, i feel like we say this every week and what they can do in 23 minutes is honestly jaw-dropping yeah man uh I'm, I'm so excited i'm so glad we got to watch this um and like that we have remained not spoiled that is not an invitation to spoil us internet stranger yeah, we're, we're having the time don't. of our lives um and we're really happy that we get to share it with all of you and that we get to record this. And Grant and I talk all the time, like, what a great idea this whole podcast was. And if you're a first-time mm-hmm. listener, like, we started this because of Attack on Titan, season mm-hmm. four, part one. Um, and then that led into covering Demon Slayer and My Hero Academia and the post-show where we talk about everything else that we watch. And that'll be back in a few weeks once uh, Demon Slayer has wrapped. So um, if you enjoyed this, check it out next week for more Attack on Titan coverage, Demon Slayer coverage, and then eventually back to the post show. And uh, we're going to have a lot to catch up on because we're devoting all of our podcasting time to those two shows right now. So, you know, we've been watching other fun stuff like got Peacemaker and that's just off the top of my head because I just watched episode two. But very excited to talk about other stuff, too. Yes, sir. Um, is that about it, Grant? I believe it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's we the... uh, we really really dragged the lake on this. One. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I've got one more question next. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> All right, um, thank you guys again uh, for listening. Find us on social media at Part Time Otaku Podcast, preferably Instagram. That's probably where we're the uh, most active. Um, shouts out to everybody on Reddit for all the great conversation and theories. It's a blast uh, every single week, and we will see you again next week. Bye, guys. Cheers. <laughs>